Welcome to the Verbosity Podcast where we discover Jesus in our everyday lives. Join us on our journey as we share our stories and lives with you. And on to this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Verbosity. We have Ashley, Ren, Pastor Randy, and myself, Keith. We are on our second episode into our four-part series, Doables, Four Great Life Choices, and just to remind everybody, um, our four great life choices are to walk with God, to live wisely, to love lavishly, and to be thankful. So if you um, haven't listened to our first episode, um, last time entitled Walking or Running, Quiet or Loud, which we delve in and talk about walking with God, then I would highly encourage you to listen to that episode as well. Um, but for now, we're just going to focus on the second doable of living wisely. Um, we're going to dive into things like wisdom and knowledge, of course, but I wanted to look at it from a opposite angle. Um, and the opposite angle for me about wisdom is foolishness. And so maybe we can start about talking about some of the more foolish decisions we've made in our lives. Um, it can be as drastic and serious as you want or as calm as you want it to be. But a decision or a life experience that you look back and you're like, yeah, that's a, that's not so much like me or yeah, it's a decision that was very unwise of me. I've made a lot of um, bad shopping decisions in the past. I have a tendency to like see something on sale and want to buy it because I think it's such a good deal. Um, <laughs> the worst shopping decision I made was actually, uh, I think it's a purse. I think I was walking around, there was this expensive regular price purse that was like 50% off, um, but it was green and green's not like the greatest color <laughs> for a purse it was like green leather and then there's this like huge chain as a strap so it functionally is <laughs> not something that's very easy to match with other things or carry it around and bring places but i bought it and i've used it like three times so i think in terms of shopping decisions that weren't smart that was my worst one and my like 200 piece toolkit that was on sale at Canadian. Those two are tied. I have never how used times, But Yeah, but how many it, times it have you used it? It's a bad thing to have the 200 piece tool set, right? Like that's that technically thought, could right? be really handy. The one time I used it, I think Keith's door was broken. So he didn't yeah. close it properly or something like that. Like the lock was weird. And I was like, let me bring my toolkit. This was when we all lived in London and fix his door. And well, then- I wasn't at home, by the way. <laughs> I went over, I went inside, locked the door and took apart his like doorknob with my toolkit. And then I couldn't put it back and I couldn't unlock the door because I had taken it apart. And then I was stuck. <laughs> and then In my I- home. I had- oh no, <laughs> Anyways. That and that green leather purse were my worst shopping decision. <laughs> okay. Have you guys ever had a group think moment? No. What is that? So like when you're with a bunch of people and you all just decide that something is a really good idea just because everyone else seems to think it's a really good idea. But if you were on your own, you'd know it was really a really bad choice. Okay. So you get caught up in the, in the moment with a group. Yeah, it's like a like a mob mentality. Oh, okay. So okay, so <laughs> we were we were at a friend's place once, um, celebrating a birthday. I think it was so. It, um, and at that point, they lived in a, um, kind of like a condo, like a three story condo, 
And so we all went down to surprise them at the front door with like sparklers being like, happy birthday. And then, <laughs> and then after like all the excitement was over, we're like, we can't get back into the condo. Nobody brought keys. And we were like, so we were, all of us were stuck outside this condo building and we couldn't get back in. And so we're like, okay, what's the best way to do this? Like, uh, we'll just knock on someone's window. So if we knock on someone's window because they're home, then they can like come out and let us back in. Okay, great. Not really a bad idea. We're like, okay, let's not knock on the bottom window because they knew that their bottom neighbors um, like kind of like the floor slightly below ground floor level um they had a baby so we're like okay we're, we're not gonna do that one just because in case the baby's sleeping so what's the better decision well they don't really have like it's not like main floor and second floor it's kind of like slightly below ground floor and then slightly above a, it's kind of like a at the one and a half story level ish and so we're like okay the better idea is obviously to wall run up a brick building to tap on the window of the middle floor tenants. Because if you threw a rock, well, then you could break a window, right? So if you wall run up this brick building and tap on the window, that is obviously the safest and most reasonable choice. (laughs) Yeah. So obviously, as all of us are like, okay, this is great. Let's do this. We attempt, not by me, we, I mean, I think it's like one or like two of them attempt to run up the wall of this brick building. In the process, we kick and break the window of the bottom tenants that we did not want to disturb and had them come out and like, it's like a bunch of teenagers, right? They're like, yeah, what is going on? And they got so mad and we're like, we really weren't trying. We, I swear we like, one of us lives here. We're just trying to get back into the building. Like anyway, that was a, that was a whole adventure and a half. So that was probably Uh. not the best decision. Oh. Sure doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of embarrassed. Pass ready yourself. Well, you know, I mean, it's 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 not a matter of trying to think of one. It's a matter of trying to think to narrow it down to something that fits for a, a podcast such as this. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can identify with what Ren said. I mean, I have made so many stupid purchases, and many times it's not on sale purchases. It has been cars or things like that, and it's a little bit harder to deal with. And yeah, has created stress. Um, and uh, yeah, and and um, and all kinds of things that I, you know, I shouldn't have bought that car, or whatever. And you know, I, I can the idea of. of locking myself out I can think of one time that I thought if I you know when I go to wash my car the best thing to do is just leave your keys in the car you know where they are but one time I locked my keys in the car to car wash and when it's lined up that's not really a good thing to do so things like that are really stupid where you just kind of you don't you don't <laughs> think things through but the one yeah. that I've chosen to share is one that has happened many times and it happened to me two days ago again uh, one thing I've started doing is playing rec hockey again, and it doesn't matter if you're playing contact or non-contact, and it doesn't matter what level of hockey you're playing. One thing you learn early or should learn early is that when you are skating and when especially, well, 
actually anywhere, but if you're going through in front of the goalie where there's defenseman standing, you should always keep your head up. Well, the other day, uh, yeah, I was getting through, about to skate through the, the crease, and I have, I turn and I look at an, a playmate that I'm hoping is going to pass me the puck, but I did not look in front of me, and I ran into like a guy that weighs 250 pounds and he was solid. I weigh 170 pounds and I just, just smacked right into him. And I went down like, like a, you know, a sack of potatoes, like, you know, just, and I just laid on the ice and and just made sure I could feel my toes and my fingers. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really bad because everybody, the game stops and everybody comes and they stand and they're looking over. Are you okay? And of course, there's the, you know, man in you that says, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'll be okay. But I'm just kind of going, oh, I can get up. And finally, I do get up. And one of the guys came over to me and he says, I saw what happened. And he said, he said, you should get checked, you know, for, oh, no. yeah, for concussion because of the way I just, my head was down and looking back and just ran right into this guy. And anyways, I didn't go to the hospital. I didn't get checked. I'm fine. I think if I die by tomorrow, you'll know you guys have witnessed to what actually happened. And, uh, but anyway, oh. you know, in, in hockey, that's kind of like a rule. Number one, when you're skating, keep your head up. Cause if you don't, you're going to get smoked. And I got smoked. So, so this is an audio podcast, but I wish it was a visual one because the three of us, Renee, Ash, and myself, literally for the last minute had our like mouths just dropped to the ground. Like our, if that sounds, the fact that you say for me, the fact that you said that happens to you quite a lot of times and it just happened to you two days ago. Ooh, that's a, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's like, again, you're playing when you're teens and I played hockey all my life. And at at this point you should just realize, keep your head up, but no, (laughs) I was, I was sure my playmate was going to, throw me the perfect pass and I was going to score a goal and and I as a result yeah. got yeah knocked to the ice oh yeah that's funny I for me I can think of I, I went through a completely different direction than you guys uh but one of the more foolish decisions Ren you'll notice is on our trip to the Philippines I paid a kid to I paid a kid to pump up my uh my uh inflatable raft or inflatable uh um inflatable uh what's it called I guess uh floating what device. was it called floating device because it was raining and it was like I was so desperate and I just got absolutely owned by that kid that kid was so smart he saw the desperation in me and just asked me for money and I gave in um but on more serious note I was my 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 example is actually um when I actually came out of university my first big purchase was actually a condo um <laughs> And and, and 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 here's the thing, it wasn't a foolish decision because, you know, I'm like out of money or, you know, it like went down super hard. It's not because of that. But I actually thought that being a landlord was not necessarily difficult, but it was so much on me when I was young that I stopped thinking about finances. I didn't want to think about, you know, how much I was making money, but I didn't want to think about how much it was sustainable. I didn't want to think about my taxes. I didn't want to think about budgeting. I didn't want to think about any of that. Um, for a good number of years. And so just because I was like at that age, I was like, oh man, like that's a lot. Like being a landlord sucks. (laughs) 
And then like, if you lose like tenants and stuff, you're like stressed. And so my, my way of like coping that with that was, I'm just not going to think about it at all. Um, I saw the condo, the condo is fine, but I like to think that if I didn't have it, maybe I'd be a bit more mature in my finances a bit more mm. um, than I am now. So Ren buying, you know, spending money on a purse, you know, we don't really feel sorry for you because you look at a car. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, it's, you know. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I bought a house out of university. Yeah, that. she did too. Ah. <laughs> but my experience wasn't as bad. I think I was able to find a tenant that, stuck around and then right they left like a couple months in October actually they left in October and turns out he's also a realtor so I asked him to just sell the house for me so he like lived in it paid me four years of rent at the end of it he sold it fixed it up listed it and like I didn't have to even and there you go yeah nice so I did buy something big, but it wasn't too big of a hassle. Yeah. Keith's tenant stories. Keith has like horror, like Halloween worthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were, there were weeks where I remembered I was up like until like 3, 4 a.m. Just maybe calling, potentially calling the police as to seeing if I, if it, we, I needed to have them, but. Luckily, the guy's gone. Anywho, apparently, apparently, your choice of tenants was also not so wise. Yeah, not really. I'm not. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I can't read people that well. Um, so, so I, kind of just seeing post decisions um, and and think about other ones in your lives, guys. Um, if you had to redo it, what are some ways you could be wiser in your decision making? Right? What are some ways that we always look back at, at things like these and we're saying we're thinking to ourselves, how can we be better? So maybe generally, like how 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 can you be more wise in these decisions? I think like something that Ash said really kind of stuck with me. And that is be careful who you take advice from, you know, yeah. I mean, it's easy to be in a crowd and to be influenced by friends or people that maybe aren't the best people to be giving advice or helping us make decisions in a certain area. And so I think one of the things is who do we know that maybe, maybe they're not quite an expert, but they have enough experience to give us some good advice about doing something. And in Ren's case, um, if, you know, kind of follow through what might just happen uh, instead of just going along with the crowd. Although when you're younger, it's kind of like, that's part of what you do. You just kind of, hey, yeah, let's do this. Isn't it stupid? But we're going to do it anyways. I, I did make a group buy decision when I was in high school. I like, all my friends were buying this one sweater. And I was like, I must have it as well. And it was like $50, which isn't a lot, but like a funny <laughs> colored sweater. Looking back, it's like the most plain sweater you could ever buy. Cotton material, like super, like really not soft, really not good material. The zipper broke, I think like a month in, but everyone had it. And so I wanted it and I went and like bought it. albeit with my own money. I had like, I was working like side jobs at the time <laughs> my mom when she found out that I bought it and she like asked me why and I literally could see like tears in her eyes because of how stupid of a like decision <laughs> oh. it was I was like <laughs> you you'd think that I would make better shopping decisions like later on I'm working yes on, but that was one where it was like definitely a group think one like after I saw her face I couldn't even wear the sweater anymore. Like I was like, <laughs> I didn't return it because I had already bought it. But 
and I it was hard for me to get back to the store at the time but then like that was definitely a group like thing group everyone wanted it I want to be a part of it and then you go home my mom who makes like wiser decisions was decisions, like yeah. you paid fifty dollars for this and I was like and she literally couldn't look at me and I was like oh no so what did you put this <laughs> what did you take it back or did you keep it or um yeah it's still in her closet it. I think I wore it once but every time I wore it I just keep, kept seeing like my mom's face <laughs> in my mind and her disappointment like her sheer like just like she was so disappointed in me um so I kind of like stashed it into the corner of my closet and then I donated it like a couple of years later you should have framed it you're just yeah it would have been a constant reminder you're just having massive amounts of flashbacks yeah 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 but that was like uh, that shows like the yeah I think that was like a group thing yeah <laughs> Yeah. So wisdom, actually, for me, wisdom is something that's so interesting because I feel like human wisdom, um, like as we talked about just here more recently, is like either you're playing more safe or looking more at options, you're you're thinking about better decision making, and I think it all relies a lot on yourself. It relies on not just necessarily listening to yourself, but it relies on just knowing what you want and a lot of individuality in that. And I think there's definitely merit in each people or each person's life to be wise in those ways, to be what I like to call humanly wise, because if we're not, trust me, our lives would be even like worse to the ground about that. But um, the idea of living wisely as, you know, all four of us are believers. So we got to have a bit of a, you know, God's kingdom's lens within ours. Um, their notion of spiritual wisdom, I find quite different. Um, and so I, one passage I really like is, first corinthians 2 and uh it's titled spiritual wisdom duh or at least paul talks about that but paul paul actually is very clear indicating that our faith um doesn't rest on human wisdom it rests on god's power and the next verse he refers to god's wisdom being something that's revealed through the spirit and the the really cool thing that i like about that chapter is at the end of 16 he's so confident about this he talks about how the person with the spirit has what we called has what he calls the mind of Christ. And I'm like, I'm blown about that. So maybe, maybe kind of shifting in a different approach um, into wisdom and living wisely. Um, what does it mean now knowing God's kingdom and having his mindset? What does it mean to live wisely to you now? Mm. I think if we, <laughs> we can still be a little bit on the same track of, of the buying um, where Christ teaches us to be good stewards of our money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, 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 yes. At yes. least plays into that's that's what I was originally thinking. Um, because I have people in my life who are really good at just mm -hmm. like let's say Henry, he doesn't necessarily stop me from buying what I want, but he'll just ask me something like, Are you are you sure you need it? Like, do you do you really need it? Just make sure I can evaluate my decisions. I also have other friends who are really good at enabling my spending. So <laughs> I am I am also yeah. very good yes, at enabling other people true. to spend money. So, I mean, it, it kind of goes both ways. But one thing, since we were on the topic of shopping, would be, be knowing how to be good stewards of our money. Hmm. How's that uh, cheese advent? I was waiting to start that in December. <laughs> it's still an advent <laughs> calendar, right? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. 
Yeah, actually, it's funny you say that, Ash. One thing um, I look back, actually, we I used to be part of this men's group and we've always had the same 10 questions. Um, and we talked about things like, obviously, how's your walk with God? How's your relationships? One of the things was actually, how's your finances? And I would struggle with that question all the time because it's like thinking about like your walk with God, even think about sexual purity. It's not that it's easy to think about, but like, there's like, it's like, I know if I'm getting there or I'm not. But finances, I feel like in terms of like God's kingdom, it's hard. Like, it's not just about like, oh, am I spending? Like, am I not spending? It's like, you don't want it to come down to like, am I not spending money or am I spending money, right? Um, and so, and so I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's something kind of with wisdom there that it wasn't completely there. And I think, yeah, like to have, to have God's, uh, God's kingdom's mindset, I think it, it's a, yeah, is, uh, is for me kind of um, relying less on myself. I think a lot of times, and it's, it's being able to be continually renewed by the spirit. I think like Paul said, if we have the spirit, we have the mind of Christ and to be aligned with God's value, to be aligned with how God views the world. I think, I think it's something we ask of him, like wisdom. I think humanly, like for me, it's like something we gain, right? Like we go through things, we kind of like reach somewhere and we kind of gain this knowledge. We kind of gain this thing, but I think the spiritual wisdom that the spirit gives us is something we don't, it's not that we don't gain it, but we ask for it. He gives it to us, right? It's there. And there's just something really different about that. I like how me and he are accountants. Yeah. <laughs> is our biggest or our worst decision making examples. It's like we're rebelling against what we do for a living. Ah, I see what you yeah. So you have to be in your work, you have to be really conscious of finances. But when it comes down to yourself, yeah. it's kind of like, I don't want to be pinching pennies. I want to buy this, I'm gonna buy it. Right? Yeah. Or well, it's like sense. even like I don't want to think about our finances. I don't even want to think about them. Right. It's like you think about them from nine to five. Like, I don't want to keep thinking about, you know, do I have enough to pay for taxes? Well, of course I do, but like how much taxes I have to pay or how much I have to like budget for this. It's like way too hard. It's like uh Think about that normal normal hours anyways. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We've talked about money. I, I do think you touched on something there, Keith, that a lot of our most important decisions in life have to do with relationships. Mm. And I think, you know, I, I can make a bad mistake in buying a car and ultimately it's, it's going to affect me and my relationship with Cheryl um you know um but there are other things that i can say or do in context of relationships that sometimes can leave a scar in another person's life or right. division or you know just just not a, it can really affect an emotional state of being for myself and another person and so there are certain decisions uh you know that it is a matter of, of making all right decisions as a whole. But when it comes to relationships, I just kind of find, wow, those, those are the things that I really have to be careful of. Beginning with my relationship with the Lord, of course, but extending to my relationship with other, with, with whoever God puts in my path on a daily basis, so to speak. So then how do you evaluate, like, is it, are you, are you then just, just kind of curious, right? Cause you're saying that, then is it a matter of just more evaluating how you are within their lives? Or is it more like how, how, um, 
yeah, like if they're going well or not, or if you're pretty much you're having a negative or positive effect on them? Well, I, I think it, it means what something, again, coming back to what you said, having the mind of Christ, having an eternal perspective on things. I think mm-hmm. it means that in my relationships, um, understand that I don't want to cut relationships short when maybe God has a longer term um, in mind with a relationship with this person, even if a person has offended me. Um, right. I, I, you know, I think how many times a day would Jesus have been offended by people? Uh, unbelievable amount of times that Jesus would have constantly been offended by what people did, what they said, what he knew they were saying behind his back, how they lied to him, so on and so forth. And yet somehow Jesus had that eternal perspective. He didn't cut off the relationships, right? He kept going and uh, he had a, a natural mindset of grace and mercy as he functioned with people. The people that he, he was hardest on, were, were people who did not operate on grace and mercy, other religious leaders. But in general, when he, you know, I mean, you know, his, his he was accused of being um, irreligious because he associated with people uh, who others referred to as sinners and tax collectors. But he associated with them because he had an eternal perspective. And I think for us, you know, there's there's times when we get offended and we get hurt, whether it be with other people that know the Lord or with people that we work with or our neighbors or just people in life. And I, and I I really one thing I continue to learn have by no means mastered this, but the idea that be gracious in relationships in everything, mm. you know, and never give up on people. Um, even when other people will give up on them or say, um, you know, will gossip about them, just don't give up. Always have the mind of Christ and the heart of Christ, that of love and compassion. So you touched on a good point and something that made me do a lot of thinking when I said yeah. relationships. Okay. Um, opening it up as well. So yeah, like maybe not just relationships, but if to everything else, how does it, how Ren, maybe I'll go to you, but how, how does having the mind of Christ look like in, in, in your life? I think, um, well, for one, I think it's thinking beyond, um, myself. It's kind of like the eternal perspective on like my shopping impulse <laughs> in, in that moment. And with me and the purse, it's like, this is the great decision. Like if I, we were a silo together, just me and it, um, it's like a great decision, but being able to think more broadly, even, and I think it means even beyond my own wisdom. So being able to right. on the like advice from others, being able to recognize like my, my own blind spots and my own like temptations and being able to like work with the people that God's placed in my life to, and recognizing that they may see truths or understand things that I don't. Um, and for a reason, and that's how it was meant to be kind of thing. Um, and I think when I reflect and on it, um, one thing for me that kind of separates human wisdom and like godly wisdom is that, um, human wisdom leads to like a sense of like 
pride, like becoming mm. in yourself uh, versus like God's wisdom leads to um, humility because you're yeah. not, whether or not it be relying on God's word um, or the people that he's placed in my life, it's not my own and recognizing that and recognizing that the world is so much bigger than just how I see it. Um, so I think if I kind of lean on God for his wisdom that leads, that like really pushes me in the direction of humility versus like human wisdom where I'm just gathering options, like trying to figure things out on my own. If it does succeed, if whatever I'm doing, like turns out great, it ends up with me thinking that I'm really smart. That <laughs> <laughs> like, like kind of like a new sense of pride. So I think that's the distinction. That's excellent. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really well said. Yeah. I think I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. It, it leads to two fairly different and fairly opposite way of not necessarily rewarding ourselves, but seeing the rewards out of both kind of wisdom. And so, yeah. Ashley, any thoughts on your end? Really hard question, Keith. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause I think for me, I'm very good at like just thinking in the, I'm very impulsive. Um, and I mean, the nice way to say it is maybe spontaneous, but um, <laughs> I'm not very good at thinking things through necessarily or for like long-term planning, like, you know, grandmaster chess players think like 80 million steps ahead and, and, and <laughs> yeah, we're not I that. am like nowhere close. I can barely get to the next step. Um, and so I think, Pastor Randy brings up a good point for the eternal perspective, but for me, that's actually really hard because I can't think that mm-hmm. far ahead. Like it to me, it is really hard to imagine. Well, what does that look like? Like, what does that mean in the end? Um, and so I think for myself, if we take away that or like looking into scripture, um, one of the things that is really helpful is also surrounding myself with um, like-minded believers and basically having mentors and friends who are willing to correct me. Um, I, that's not all of it, but I think for me, that's a very important part, um, because they offer different perspectives. Um, you know, there are, are friends that think like me, but I also have friends who think on completely different wavelengths. Um, and they can offer completely right. different perspective or things that I haven't thought about. And it brings, um, I think, a whole new dynamic sometimes, um, especially if I'm making decisions. And then especially for those who have um, been followers for longer, they they add more, more godly wisdom um, in, into my life and my decision making. And um, yeah, so so I would say surrounding myself with uh with godly people blessed is the man or woman who has a friend who is willing to call them an idiot from time to time right we all need to hear when we're wrong by someone who cares about us and loves us for sure for sure awesome that's great stuff um i really appreciate a lot of what we talked about i'm encouraged by the various ways that we see wisdom um where or not we're thinking obviously at the end of the day we're thinking about the eternal perspective but even you know how it actually acts and is like in our lives it's all different but i think at the end of the day living wisely really is aligning ourselves to, to christ and so um to our listeners i'm encouraging 
the same for you guys that living wisely really starts and ends with Christ. And so, um, and so as obviously as you listen to this episode, hopefully we we sprinkle a little bit of um, new perspective or hopefully encouraging perspective for you guys um, in terms of living wisely. And so from all of us for verbosity to you, we wish you well um, until our next episode on love lavishly. Peace.